Have you ever thought about what it is to be a man? Are you tired of being pushed around by everyone, especially women? Are you tired of not standing up for what you truly believe? Are you tired of living life on autopilot with no fire or passion? Do you want to learn what it takes to be a real man? Do you want to learn how to have healthy relationships and attract the woman you want? Do you want to learn how to stand up for what you believe and stop living life on your knees? Do you want to learn how to ignite your life with passion and purpose? Come with me on this journey from emasculation to initiation as we fight back together against this mandemic. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. It's time to build strong men again. Welcome to the Mandemic Show. Women want mastery over their men. But they want real men, strong men, not man-boys and not effeminate men who do not take responsibility and ownership over their lives. Have you ever asked yourself as a man, what is it that women truly want? Like, how do I make my woman happy? Happy wife, happy life, right? Always hear that. But what is it that really, truly makes them happy? What is it that they want? Have you asked yourself this? Have you pondered this? As I'm reading through this book, Hard Times Create Strong Men, I would like to dedicate this episode to this book and, and a chapter that is written in here that I really wanted to share and just give some insight on. The idea, the concept of what women want. This book is referring to women wanting mastery over their men. It says attraction, polarity, and sexual excitement lie in the denial of what she wants. She wants mastery over a strong man, and to create attraction, a man must deny her such mastery to create tension, while still creating enough release through moments of temporary mastery. Such is the tension and push and pull nature of polarity and attraction. If a man is to give in to his woman and give her full mastery, he could depolarize the attraction and be a guy she can walk all over. I fully relate to this. I have allowed my ex-wife to walk all over me. I completely depolarized the attraction that she once had towards me because it's like she, she figured me out. I, I gave her full control and it's like there was no longer a challenge for her. You know, she was the one wearing the pants. She was the leader. She was the everything. And I just kind of did what she said, followed along, and tried to make her as happy as possible. But it was impossible to do that because of my lack of leadership. I was the beta. She was the alpha. And it's kind of like a pack of dogs. Like a dog is going to test the waters 
and to see where they stand in the pack because someone's one of them has to be an alpha one of them has to be the leader and there's a pecking order a hierarchy and i believe with men and women it's the same thing there's this testing this checking to see where each person stands in the relationship who's the leader who's the follower and not saying that either role either person can't lead at times that's not what i'm saying but the overall majority of the time who is the leader and who is the one following the lead this concept of women wanting mastery over a man over a powerful man right the tribal leader if we give in to her we are in essence socially beneath her and that will serve as proof that we're not the leader she is and what does an alpha dog do once they know that their role is to be the leader they will direct they will control they will dominate they will do whatever it takes to keep the pack in line and don't we see that nowadays with women don't we see that in relationships i know because i dealt with it so i know exactly how that feels it's not fun not at all but it was my fault it was my fault because if i was assuming my role she would not act that way and that may be debatable but i would argue i would argue if you're a guy that's always pointing the finger at your woman or other women and all oh, they just gossip all the time they're just they just create drama like guys we we just we just want to hang out we just want to chill you just do our work and and that's that and there's no drama with guys and you know everything's cool why is it that with women there's just always so much drama there's always gossip always something wrong always complaining about something always needing something right like these are the thoughts that we have in our head as guys well i asked the question would she still be doing all of those things if you were assuming your role as the leader as the alpha male as not someone who is domineering or authoritative but who is becoming a strong man on the journey of following his purpose in life she wants to know she needs to know not once she needs to know that you are going to take the lead that you are going to do what she doesn't want to do she wants to be able to relax back into her feminine energy she will eventually set out to find a new leader and a stronger man to master if she's already mastered you and you have become weakened to the point where you've given her full control it's not fair but it's reality i dealt with it i lived it many other men have lived it many are living it right now you may be living it there's a way out there's a better way contrary to popular belief women do not want to be number one in your life everybody thinks that do whatever it takes to just please your wife and sacrifice compromise do whatever you you need to do and i am a big proponent in sacrificing laying our lives down as men for our women i believe that's essential for what we need to be doing in relationship but women don't actually want to be number one in your life they want to be number two after your purpose your purpose grounds you in masculinity and makes you attractive to women i'm going to read through a couple pages in this book that can give us some insight a woman sometimes seems to want to be the most important thing in her man's life 
However, if she is the most important thing, then she feels her man has made her the number one priority and is not fully dedicated or directed to divine growth and service. She will feel her man's dependence on her for his happiness, and this will make her feel smothered by his neediness and clinging. A woman really wants her man to be totally dedicated to his highest purpose and also to love her fully. Although she would never admit it, she wants to feel that her man would be willing to sacrifice their relationship for the sake of his highest purpose. Wow, that's pretty powerful, that statement there. I'm going to read that again. She would want to feel that her man would be willing to sacrifice their relationship for the sake of his highest purpose. Interesting. That brings up something that we read in the Bible when God created man. And even before he created woman, even before God created Eve, what did he do after he created Adam? He built a garden. He had, he had a garden and he says in Genesis two fifteen, Then the Lord God took the man and placed him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. So right here, after God creates Adam, he gives him work. He gives him a purpose, right? This is the very fundamental thing of a man, is our work, our purpose in life. What we should be doing, what we are here to do. The gifts that we have, the talents that we have, what we are designed to do is our main focus. And then after that, God had commanded him to... He can freely eat from every tree of the garden, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil, he cannot eat of it because if he does, he will die. So he gives him instructions. He gives him one rule, really. He gave him complete freedom, and everyone thinks that he's, you know, restricting. He's just, why can't he just enjoy all of them? Why is there any uh, restriction? I don't know why. I just know that there is, and... There's complete freedom for all the other trees, but just so happens to be that there's one that God does not want him to eat from. And then they eventually end up eating from it, and you know the rest of the story from that. But before, this is all before God created Eve. When he caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and then God took one of the ribs from Adam, right? And then that's how he formed a woman from the rib of Adam. This is what we read. This is what, how a woman came into existence before there was even marriage. The institution of marriage, the covenant of marriage that God created between a man and a woman. God had gave Adam, the man, his purpose and his work to do before his relationship with Eve. And so I just found that to be interesting because so many of us would believe that whatever I got to do to make my wife happy and just, you know, have the, the best marriage ever. And, and I mean, that's definitely the goal. I mean, who wouldn't want that to be the goal? Like you want to be happy with your spouse. Like you, you want to have a faithful marriage and, and live happily ever after. I mean, everybody does. But where the problem lies is when we sacrifice our work and our purpose, we're striving to follow the path of our purpose for the sake of pleasing our wife and doing whatever she wants and following her lead, this is where the issue lies. I know this firsthand, you know, from my marriage, but also from 
the relationship that happened after my marriage, after the divorce and everything, and I was in another relationship with a different woman, I had made this mistake because it was like this whole new experience, this whole new woman, and just exploring all of that and the newness of it and you know, you know how it is with that kind of honeymoon phase where you're just in complete bliss and you're blinded by the love and the attraction of the newness of another person and all that they have to offer and you kind of get lost in it. And that's what happened to me. I ended up losing myself because I got lost in wanting to just be validated by her. And it's like I felt a sense of strength when I knew that I was pleasing to her and kind of doing what she wanted. And that lasts to a certain point. But then it comes to a point where you do that so often, she now has complete mastery over you like I was just reading. Now, what's the challenge for her? She already knows. You already gave her the answer by you just asking her what she wants, what she wants to do, and you already validated for her that you're putting her first over your purpose. And that's not what she wants deep down. Again, she, the woman, your woman may be saying that, you know, she wants to be first, she wants to be top priority, and, you know, even if she's not saying it, but you just feel that that's the case. Because it's like, it seems like it's never good enough for her, right? Like, you know, you may be with a woman right now that, you know, just whatever you do, however many gifts you buy her or whatever vacations you take her on, like, it's just, it's never good enough, right? You're losing sight of your purpose. I started compromising on my character and things that I hold in high regard, high standards and values that... I started coming off of and laying it down just for the sake of wanting to be in love and have this new relationship and hopefully be married again. And it was like that became the main focus and I lost sight of my purpose and the path that I was on of, you know, building my fitness business with my brother and all the different endeavors that we're embarking on. I, it's like I put that on the back burner. And I suffered from that. I suffered the consequences of that because eventually the relationship didn't pan out. And then I was left with, man, I can't believe I allowed all that. I can't believe I let all that happen. And I can't believe I had to just weaken myself and, and lose so much strength. But I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened because that was really kind of the straw that broke the camel's back so to speak for me because it really really woke me up my eyes became so aware of the the problem what I did wrong and obviously there's still tons more to learn for relationships and for women with me I mean uh, you know I'm thankful to kind of not be in a relationship right now and be sharing this and hopefully helping teach others about what I went through because I'm looking at it from a different perspective now because when I was in a relationship and this may be you because you may be in a relationship like it's it's hard to see it when you're in it you know what I mean like people are telling you they're warning you that all the 
red alert signs are going off, but you're you're just blind to it. You don't see them, you don't hear them, and you just are focused on loving your wife and trying to make her as happy as possible, which is which is admirable. That's what we should be doing. But again, we get lost in that and we lose sight of the purpose. And that's what our women eventually, she may not even come right out and say it, but she'll just start behaving in certain ways like, why are you not following your purpose? Why are you not seeking the highest vision for your for your life? What women say they want, a lot of times I feel is not what they really want. Sometimes a woman will make a request of her man in plain English, not to get him to do something, but to see if he is so weak that he will do it. Has this ever happened to you? In other words, she is testing your capacity to do what is right, not necessarily what she's asking for. In such cases... If you do what the woman, what your woman asks, she becomes disappointed, sometimes angry, and you're like scratching your head like, I don't understand, I'm lost. Like I, I did exactly what you wanted me to do, the honeydew list, like I did the laundry, I, I cleaned the floors, I made the bed, right? I made sure the kids were fed, like I, I did my list. Like why, why are you disappointed and angry? Like I did the right thing. And it's like, as men, like we have no idea why she gets angry or what could possibly please her. Like, and that's where we get frustrated and we just kind of like throw our hands up like, well, I just won't do anything then. Like what, how, how can I please this woman? Right? Like nothing pleases her, but we must remember that her trust is not by us necessarily fulfilling her request, but by us magnifying love and consciousness and success in spite of her requests. It's like she's she's checking the man. It's like a ploy to see if we're weak enough to be subordinate to her. Contrary to popular belief in our current society, women do not want to be biologically equal with their men. I know society is really trying to make this whole um, equality thing and you know, I don't see men better than women or women better than men. I don't I don't see it as that, but it seems like lines have been crossed that shouldn't be. That's that's all I'll say. It seems as if deep down that women don't really want to be in those roles, even though it's what they're being taught and what they're being socially programmed to do. I feel like it's creating more problems. Because women are taking on responsibilities and loads that they shouldn't be. Not that they can't handle them, but it's kind of like when you have the what's for dinner question come up every night between you and your significant other. Where do you want to go to eat? What do you want for dinner, right? And it's always like, well, what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? And it's like this back and forth for a little bit and then... More times than not, as men, we kind of just want the woman to pick. Want her to decide where she wants to go to eat, what she wants. Because it's like, if we choose, then, you know, she may not like it or she's going to be unhappy with it. And then it's like, well, how can we win? So let's just let her make the decision and, you know, we'll be fine. But it's like we still lose because, you know, she ultimately wants her man to take charge 
and to be decisive, not indecisive, like, oh, well, whatever you want, honey. It's like, that sounds good, but that's a cop-out. It's an easy way out. And I've <laughs> I've done it many times back in my marriage. Uh, but I didn't realize that my indecisiveness and me just wanting to please my wife, just wherever you want to go, honey, like, is fine with me. Whatever makes you happy makes me happy. And it's like, there's no tension there. And it's like almost like she wants you to choose. She wants you to take the lead so she can relax back into her feminine role. And not that she can't pick where to go to eat sometimes. Like, again, it's, this is all in context. But what I'm getting at here is I think more times than not, we just let the woman take the lead and she becomes frustrated and upset. And then we know something's up. And we ask her what's wrong and it's like this playing this mind game now where we're trying to figure out what's going on when in all reality she just wanted us to make plans. She wanted the man, she wanted her man to make the plans and basically show her like, hey, I, I care about you. Like put on your best dress. Like I'm, I'm going to surprise you. I'm, I already made reservations and then she's asking you, well, where are we going? Oh, don't worry about it. I'm surprising you. And then it's like, she gets all giddy and she puts all this makeup on and gets her hair did, you know, it excites her. She craves the fact that you thought about her in advance. Like you, you planned it. You were the one to make the plans. She didn't have to stress or worry about any of that. And it's like, look what happens. Like, this could be an experiment that you try as a man, you know, for your woman. Tell her you're taking her out to dinner. Surprise her. Tell her. Don't tell her where you're taking her. Say, put on your your favorite dress. I, I want you to get all dialed up, and we're gonna go out and watch. I I I bet she will get all giddy and excited, and you'll see different behavior in her because you thought about it in advance. You made effort. And you allowed her to relax and not have to take the lead. Not be stressed and thinking like, oh, here we go again. He's just wanting me to do everything and pick. And we don't want to put her first over our purpose as a man. But when it comes to certain things like that, letting her know how much we care and being decisive, she's more attracted to that, I feel. The fact that you're a strong man making the decisions for the both of you taking the lead like you're you're going for it and even even if it fails even if it's a complete disaster i feel like she will at least respect you and what you did and love you even more because you took the lead and you made the plans you didn't put it on her i feel like women crave control but they hate it when they can control you as a man it's like once they know they've got you, it's like they're thinking in their mind, well, he gave in so easily and now I can just control him and manipulate him and he'll do whatever I want, whatever I say. And in her mind, she's thinking of other things like, well, what's going to happen with his job, with his work, with his purpose, with protecting our family? Like, is he going to give in that easily with those things like he did with me? It's like she's testing us as men to see, are we going to stay true to our purpose or are we going to cave just to keep status quo, just to keep happiness and the bliss of a marriage and whatever it else. 
what is it that women truly want? I'm not fully sure about what that is, but I'm gaining more and more insight from my failures and from reading and from learning, watching other relationships, listening to how they talk to one another. I pick up on these cues and I see how much women really want the man to take the lead. Even though they may say certain things up front, it's a test. If we can see it as a test, like they're quizzing me here, they don't want what they're really saying right now. There's an underlying, there's something that's underlying all of that, that I'm not hearing right now. And it's a test to see, are we going to cave? Or are we going to say, you know what? I hear you, but we're going to do it this way. That decisiveness, not saying whatever you want, honey, I'll do whatever you want. She doesn't want that. She hates that. I know because I was that. I was that guy. So if you're struggling in your relationship, if you feel like your woman is in complete control and you've just kind of let it all happen and you want to just keep status quo, it's only going to get worse. I know from experience it's only going to get worse. So you have to you have to put an end to it. You have to take the lead and start making the tough decisions that need to be made. It's it's inevitable. Because she's going to resent you more and more if you don't. It may seem like things are okay, but in her mind, she's already making other plans because she's thinking he's too easy to control. I got him wrapped around my finger. I can do whatever I want. And that's not what she wants. She doesn't want to do whatever she wants. She needs that resistance. She needs that tension. Because not only is that going to make her grow as a person, it's also going to make your relationship thrive. Because as the man, it's our job to be the leader. And she thrives when she's able to relax back into her feminine energy and just be a helper to you and point out things to you of, you know, maybe you could do it better this way but ultimately is encouraging you to take the lead more times than not. We need to stop the weakness. We become weaker and weaker every time we fail these tests that our woman gives to us or women in general give to us. We need to rise to the occasion. Be the man that's going to make plans for your significant other. Be the man that's going to take charge. Be the man that's going to be willing to fail, but at least you're in the arena. At least you're making effort. At least you're showing your woman that you care enough to make the effort. It may take time. It may take a lot of failing. But at least she'll respect you. At least she will know that she can't manipulate you and control you and have you wrapped around her finger. We've succumbed too much to weakness and allowing our significant other to have us wrapped around her finger. They don't want that. They want strong men. I challenge you to express your strength as a man because your woman will respect you far greater. She will love you in newer ways and your relationship will begin to thrive, I believe, because it's your strength that she really craves. Your strength. We need to be strong men in the days that we're living in. The world is craving for strong men to rise up. And you may hear me say that a lot in these episodes, but I believe that it is vital, which is why I'm in the pursuit of this myself. This is the mandemic that we live in right now. 
It's time to build immunity. It's time to go from emasculation to initiation. And most of all, it's time to make men strong again. Thank you.